This daily Christian newscast is brought to you in partnership with sermonaudio.com. It's Friday, July 1st, AD 2022. This is the World View in 5 minutes, written by yours truly and heard at theworldview.com. I'm Adam McManus. Last year, Nigeria accounted for nearly 80% of Christian deaths worldwide, with more than 4,650 believers killed, reports Open Doors. The death toll once again makes Nigeria the world's most violent place for Christians for the second consecutive year. On Saturday, June 25th in Kaduna State, Nigeria, Vitis Borogo, a 50-year-old Catholic priest who served as the chaplain at the Kaduna State Polytechnic, was visiting prison farm in Kajuma when terrorists raided the property. Borogo was found dead near the Kaduna-Kachia Road, reports Alicia.org. Less than a day later, early on Sunday morning, June 26th, Christopher Odia, a 41-year-old Catholic priest, was abducted from his parish's rectory. He had been preparing for the morning service at St. Michael's Catholic Church in the Edo State. Not long after his abduction, the diocese reported he was killed by his captors. Odia also served as principal of St. Philip Catholic Secondary School in Jatud, Nigeria. Matthew 5, verse 44 is a challenging verse when we hear about the stories of brutal deaths like these. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. This past Sunday, following the overturning of Roe v. Wade, Pastor John Hagee of Cornerstone Church in San Antonio, Texas, called it an answer to half a century of prayer. After 50 years of praying, fasting, and preaching, God has answered miraculously, and Roe v. Wade is no more. Obviously, as you watch the television and see the protesters in the street, you recognize the battle of light and darkness right before your very eyes. Pastor Hagee urged Christians to step up to the plate and help fund crisis pregnancy centers and maternity homes. Cornerstone has built one called the Sanctuary of Hope. But there's an issue that we must address now that Roe v. Wade is dead. And that issue is what to do with the young ladies who now need an answer for giving life to the baby that's in their body. It is contradictory to Jesus' message of love to those in need to simply celebrate the Supreme Court's decision of Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization and call it a day. What is the Christian answer to the unwanted pregnancy? And the answer is hope. We must provide hope and opportunity for every woman in crisis. This is why, well before the recent Supreme Court decision, our ministry invested tens of millions of dollars to produce a state-of-the-art facility called the Sanctuary of Hope. A 29-year-old man named Richard Baders claims beating a field of preteen and teen girl skateboarders is justified and is the first step toward joining the U.S. Olympic skateboarding team, reports Breitbart.com. The man, pretending to be a woman, is a former U.S. sailor who served four years as a machinist aboard the USS Abraham Lincoln and is the father of three children. Richard now prefers the invented name Ricky Trace. 
Ironically, the middle-aged man who started pretending to be a woman only two years ago claimed creating separate categories for so-called trans athletes would be, quote, unfair, end quote. Richard said, quote, personally, I don't think segregating everything is the right way. I feel like that would be calling us different, like a different human race when we're not, end quote. Deuteronomy 22, verse 5 says, A woman shall not wear anything that pertains to a man, nor shall a man put on a woman's garment. For all who do so are an abomination to the Lord your God. In her initial tweet objecting to Richard's presence in the competition, Taylor Silverman said, quote, I am a female athlete. I have been skateboarding for 11 years and competing for several years. I have been in three different contests, end quote. Silverman explained that the male skateboarder, pretending to be a woman, quote, took $5,000 in cash prizes meant for the female athletes, end quote. She said, quote, I deserve to place first, be acknowledged for my win, and get paid. I reached out to Red Bull, the sponsor, and was ignored. I am sick of being bullied into silence. End quote. Recently, Benjamin, a 17-year-old young man in Estancia, New Mexico, gave $200 to the worldview. I called him up to find out more. I asked Benjamin how many siblings he has. I have five brothers and eight sisters. Wow! How blessed you are. Yes, sir. And you're number what? I'm number six. When I asked him how long he had been listening and what got his attention, he said this. I started listening to Generations and the Worldview about a year ago. What prompted me to give to the Worldview in five minutes is how you all talk about people suffering in other countries, how I can pray for them. Benjamin shared a couple of examples of stories that have encouraged him. When Generations Radio went to the Bahamas to rebuild over there, I was encouraged, the coach that dove into the water, to save the swimmer, just the bravery It just really encourages me to be brave. He also likes the Bible verses. The scripture references that you all cite after a certain story, after a a story of persecution of Christians, encourages me. I asked him how he earned the $200 that he contributed. I work for my dad on a farm. He owns a farm here in the central plains of New Mexico. I've worked for him ever since I was a little boy. He pays me now, and I just felt God pushing me to give to your all's ministry. $200 is a lot of money for anyone, especially someone who's 17. Yes, sir, but I prayed about what the Lord wanted me to give, and I could just almost see the number in my head of what to give. I gave it, and I knew that it was right. Benjamin, you are an inspiration to us all. And finally, toward our goal of raising $76,000 by Tuesday, July 5th, to keep the worldview on the air, 12 listeners made donations yesterday. Our thanks to David in Chesterfield, Virginia, who gave $15, as well as Lynn in Chandler, Arizona, and Joey in Rapid City, South Dakota, both of whom gave $25. We're grateful to Elijah, age 14, Malachi, age 11, and Samuel, age 6, in Greencastle, Indiana who gave $71 from money they've earned from doing chores. Their chores include sweeping the floors, dusting the furniture, putting away clean dishes, cleaning the bathrooms, weed whacking, mowing, watering the flowers, and feeding the dogs. They separate their money into envelopes in order to save, spend, and give. The $71 is their combined give money from the last year. We also appreciate the generosity of Norma in Cibolo, Texas, 
Scott and Janice in Michigan, and Evan in Kansas City, Missouri, each of whom gave $100. And we praise God for Peyton in Georgetown, Texas, and Norma in Cibolo, Texas, both of whom pledged $25 per month for 12 months for a total gift of $300 each. Stephanie in Roberts, Wisconsin, who gave $460, and Jane in Ames, Iowa, who gave $1,000. As promised, she is the fifth and final donor to give at least $1,000 over the last several days, which Shannon in Alexandria, Minnesota, will match with another $1,000. Those 12 new gifts total $3,496. Ready for our new grand total? Drum roll, please. $76,504. Do you know what that means? Thanks to those 12 recent donors, we have surpassed our $76,000 goal, which we had set for Tuesday, July 5th, by $504. Wow! From the bottom of my heart, Thanks to each and every donor who stepped up to the plate and gave as the Lord prompted you to give, even in the midst of this crazy inflation. It means the world to the entire Worldview in 5 Minutes team, including Kevin Swanson, Jonathan Clark, and myself, who write the transcript on different days, Rebecca Swanson and Kayla White, who upload the audio and the image on several sites, including theworldview.com, and Emily Swanson, who researches some of the stories. Your generosity will ensure that we will continue to cover the news from a biblical perspective. For those of you who have not already given, I wonder if it might be possible to help us reach $80,000 by Tuesday, July 5th. Whether you feel led to give a small gift or a large one, just go to theworldview.com. Click on Give, select the dollar amount, and then click on the Recurring Tab button if that's your wish. Thank you for prayerfully investing the resources that God has entrusted to you to keep this Christian newscast on the air. And that's The Worldview in five minutes on this Friday, July 1st, in the year of our Lord, 2022. Subscribe by iTunes or email to our unique Christian newscast at theworldview.com. I'm Adam McManus. Seize the day for Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ.